0: Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. I want you to think back when you were a child and you went to maybe a candy store or a toy store, and you saw this new toy, maybe a bicycle or some candy. And you just had to have it. You were super excited about it. And you went running up to your parents telling them all about it. How you just had to have this new item. And the first words out of their mouth that crossed their lips were no. And your jaw dropped. You were devastated, confused. You were mad. You maybe cried. You just didn't understand why. Why can I not have this? Now you fast forward to when you're an adult. Because how many adults love to be told no? I know I don't. So now your employer, your coworkers, your family, your friends, your spouse, tells you no. You get the same range of emotions, just maybe a little greater because you're an adult. And we do not like to be told no. Now let's amplify that. Let's amplify that for when your Heavenly Father tells you no. How does it make you feel? And that's what I want to discuss today is when God tells you no. You know, there's times where we've prayed and petitioned God to open doors in our lives just to feel the breeze of the door slam shut in our face. We may have prayed for jobs that we never got. We may have prayed for love to come our way and never showed up. When we pray for something and it doesn't happen, we start to believe that God doesn't answer our prayers. God's forgotten me. God doesn't care about me, and he doesn't love me. We fail to realize that there is never a prayer that goes unanswered. Sometimes it may be the answers we don't want to hear or we don't expect. Sometimes God says yes, while other times he says not yet or no. If you ever felt like God had said or told you no, you're in great company. Because let's look at King David. This was a man after God's own heart who wanted to build a temple for God, and God told him no. In 1 Chronicles 28, 2 through 3, it reads, David rose to his feet and said, My brothers and my people, it is my desire to build a temple to where the ark of the Lord's covenant, God's footstool, could rest. I made the necessary preparations for building it, But God said to me, you must not build a temple to honor my name. For you are a warrior and you have shed much blood. Now, can you imagine King David being excited about building a temple for God, just for God to tell him no? Now, understand, David had baggage. Because David took Bathsheba as his wife which was married to his best friend, that he sent off to war to be killed to cover it all up, and he committed adultery. And David had his ups and downs with God. But as the Bible says, this was a man after God's own heart, but God still told him no. He still told him no, and there was a reason for it. And as you read later on, David had a son by the name of Solomon who ended up building a temple for the Lord. But let's look at Paul, which is the author of most of the New Testament. You know, he begged God three times to remove the thorn piercing into him, and each time God told him no. In 2 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, it reads, Even though I received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh and a messenger from Satan to torment me and to keep me from becoming proud. Now, don't miss this. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. Three different times he begged God to take it out. And each time God said, my grace is all that you need. My power works best in weakness. So to continue on with the scripture, so now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in weakness, insults, hardships, and even troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, Paul, like I said, wrote most of the New Testament, was begging God to remove what was um, hindering him. And each time God said no, but he had a reason and a purpose for it. But you also got to understand, uh, Paul had baggage too, because before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, he was known as Saul, and he was going around uh, killing Christians in the name of the church. So two men right off the bat that were told no for various reasons, but God had a reason for everything that that he does. And that he did. But let's look at the most famous no that's in the Bible. Because even Jesus petitioned God to get rid of his suffering the night before he died upon the cross. In Mark 14, 32 through 36, it reads, So when they went to the olive grove called Gethsemane, Jesus said, Sit here while I go pray. And he took Peter, James, and John with him, because he had become deeply troubled and distressed. And Jesus told him, my soul is crushed with the grief to the point of death. Stay here. Keep watch with me. Then he went a little further and he fell on the ground and he prayed that if it was possible, the awful hour awaiting him would, may pass by him. Jesus cried out, Father, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done and not mine. That's powerful right there, to know the own Son of God begged for that hour to pass, and God said no. God tells us no because there's always something better for us. In Isaiah 55, God makes a comforting statement to his people. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. If God's telling you no, don't lose hope. Trust that God knows what he's doing and he has something better that he wants for us. It's hard to accept no for an answer and easy to believe that God doesn't care. But God's never said no to mock you. He says no to make room for a better yes in our lives. After all, if God hadn't told Jesus no, there would be never an opportunity for salvation. And think about that for a minute. If God would have never told Jesus no in the garden of Gethsemane, we would never have salvation because Jesus would have never went to the cross. But God had a better plan than Jesus, had a better plan than you and I, had a better plan than King David, Or Paul, because God's plan is a lot longer in sight, in vision than what we can do, because we're we're short-sighted. Where God sees the long game, and that's what we fail to realize when we're sitting there praying and asking God for things in our lives, and it's not coming in our timing. It's not coming at all. We get frustrated. And then we sit there and we don't understand why. God knows what's best in our lives, and sometimes what is best involves saying no. When God says no, take hope that he's making room in your life for things that you can't even imagine. Romans 8.28 is a great reminder for everyone that accepted Christ in their lives that all things God works Four is good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God's purpose that he works together everything, every experience we ever have. We need to understand that when we're being told no, means there's going to be a yes coming down the road sometime in our life. We have to be patient. We have to be willing to stay the course. I can't tell you how many times I've prayed and never seen the answer that I wanted or never saw an answer at all. But God blessed me later on with something completely different. I use prayer with all of my jobs that I've ever done in my life. Every time that I've applied for a job, First thing I do is I pray and I say, Lord, it's, it's your will and not mine. If it, if it happens, perfect. If it doesn't, we just keep moving on. And there's been some really good jobs out there that I thought I wanted, I needed in my life, and they never came because God puts me where he wants me, not where I want to be. So in closing, I just want to say this. If God's told you no, take hope hold on to that hope that there's going to be a better yes coming down the road don't get discouraged because it's very easy to get discouraged in this day and time but keep the faith stay the course and wait upon the lord because i promise you he has something better coming for you i want to thank all of you for joining me today here at jesus in a cup of joe It is my pleasure and my honor to bring you uplifting and encouraging messages about Jesus, the Bible, and life. And I want to encourage all of you listeners to follow us on our social media pages, to subscribe to our our YouTube channel, to help get Jesus and a Cup of Joe out there to the world. But as always, you always start your day with Jesus and a Cup of Joe. God bless.